You know what time it is. It's time for an economic update with Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. Yay. Hey, how's it going? Bienvenidos. So good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you. Lots of stuff happening. It is. I've never seen so many people in my world, my Facebook world. I got my brothers texting me. We got all, you know, that are talking about money, yeah. currency, global finance. I mean, it's it's unprecedented the amount of people. That's like the front and center conversation more than they are Jay-Z or Justin Bieber or any of these kind of things. It's mm-hmm. like people are like, what's happened to the dollar? Yeah. You know, it's it's incredible. People that don't talk about that normally. No, people are all talking about money or lack thereof. Yeah. Right. And I mean, it's just the world that we live in right now. It's absolutely bonkers. Um mm-hmm. But, but here's the thing. I'm, I still have a smile on my face, right? Even though things are falling apart because we are in the right place at the right time. Everybody who's been listening to these weekly economic commentaries for the last year or so, however long it's been. Yep. Um, I mean, just, just today, um, because, and, and we'll, we'll explain why, but silver's up a buck eight just this Man. morning. Already, already it's up. That's amazing. Um, so it, it, you know, when when we talked a few weeks ago about how silver, when it hit that $18 threshold, it was going to bounce off like a trampoline. Mm-hmm. Oh, my word. So it's gone from $17.60 to over $20 in just the last two and a half weeks. This is incredible. It is. Right? And we expected that to happen. We actually talked about it, encouraged everybody to gobble up silver because it's going to keep shooting up because the fundamental news that drives the markets is getting so bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so, so we've been talking about bank failures, right? Um, how, how banks are strapped for, for liquidity. They don't really have much. There's, they're tightening their credit. They're not lending it out because they don't have it to lend out. Well, that's the only way that an economy ultimately grows is right. by lending out money to small business owners, to large corporations to expand inventory, to expand their businesses. And that's how an economy grows. When they expand their businesses, they hire more people. When they hire more people, more people spend. I mean, it's just the it's just the law of economics, right? It's just mm-hmm. how it works. But we've got the opposite right now. We've had the opposite for years. Ever since Biden came into office, um, it, it's been the opposite. Mm-hmm. And now, a couple years into that, right, we're, we're facing the music for bad public policy. Um, but it's not just here. This is like yeah. a, a yeah. agenda. This is all over the world where, where IMF, um, the Bank for International Settlements, the, the World Bank, they've all got some kind of an ulterior motive here, right? To mm-hmm. change the currency system as we know it. Um, and what they say is that they're going to fix inflation, right? They're not going to fix inflation. All they really want to do is change paper currency issued by central banks, which is fiat money, which means they can just print it by decree whenever they want. There's no tangible backing into a central bank digital currency, which is, they say, oh, that's going to help inflation. No, it's not. All it is, is the digital version of the paper currency when it's issued by central banks, because those just issue as many Fed coins or, you know, whatever kind of they call the cryptocurrency, but there's, there's no difference. So, what we're seeing, though, in all of this is we, we saw two big bank issues over the last 
well, since basically the end of last week. So first was the Bank of England, Mm -hmm. absolutely just getting crushed. I mean, this is like a central bank. This isn't just some small bank, right? Um, And now they're they're actually having margin calls on British pensions because of it. Yeah. And and people are crying out for actually um, almost like legal action against the policymakers because they're now they're dealing with people's pensions, right? And mm-hmm. because the bank is truly running out of money, um, they've got they've got an energy crisis in England like nothing that we've ever seen ever. So coming into the winter months, are these people going to be able to afford to heat their homes? I, probably not. Sad. Is is the answer? So so when that happens, yeah, you're gonna have you're gonna have upheaval and social unrest because that always follows economic decline right so so just this morning another big bank over the weekend um credit suisse um in switzerland massive fallout and their shares are down like 10 percent today in one day but but yeah so so now they're having to restructure because they've got capital concerns okay this shouldn't be a shock to any of the flyover viewers We've been talking about banks having capital mm-hmm. for a long time. Now it's starting to hit the skids. This is one of those times when I hate it that we were right. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I'm I'm glad that we were telling people getting them out of harm's way, mm-hmm. but I hate it that we were right because this is just the tip of the iceberg. So, so that that article that that Colton had on the screen there. Um, talking about the Credit Suisse failure and restructuring, it's got all the markets jittery. This is why silver is soaring today. Gold is mm-hmm. soaring today because this is one of the larger banks in the world, right? So so what hey, are they doing? Hey, Dr. Kirk, let me ask you a question on that because you see this word, that the third word in the title there, shares. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, in the, like our stocks are dropping because people own shares, but it's like shares of what? There's, there's, you know, who says Elon Musk's net worth is something? I mean, I said the other day that like a, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, like his wealth dropped like 9 billion in a day or something, but these guys have hundred and some billion. So it's like, how do you, has your wealth dropped 9 billion? You know, most Americans will never see a, a few million, you know, in their lives mm-hmm. that, that these numbers are, are ludicrous, but, it, but they don't actually, when you say Elon Musk is worth so many dollars, well, that's a lot of that's just speculation and it's, it's shares of things that am I accurate in saying the thing that creates security? Like I'm holding one ounce of silver here. This isn't a share of silver. It's actually one ounce of a thing that came up from the ground and was melted and they Physical, they stamped it in tangible. something, but it's it's touchable. It's not a share of something. So when you say, you, say, you know, silver's up a dollar, it's not up uh, on the shares of a, a dollar. If you had 10 ounces of silver, then this morning you made $10. Yeah. I mean, it's an actual, it's an actual thing. It's the shares of stuff that people have this like false sense of security of like, oh, this is a thing. But when those shares drop, you know, it, 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 there's nothing, it, it drops because there it, there really was never anything anyway. It was just numbers on a screen. Right. And when they start to drop, it becomes even more amplified when revenues start to come down. For example, for, for Credit Suisse, for example, they're down 10% today. Why? Well, well, stock shares have a price to earnings ratio, right? So mm-hmm. people invest in a company because they expect that it's going to grow in the future for their retirements or whatever. So they're willing to pay more than the actual book value of a company. Like you're investing it because you know you're going to get growth. So the price to earnings ratio 
is huge. So when it's actually like this multiplier, right? Um, like sometimes the, the price to earnings ratio could be 20 to one or 50 to one, or a lot of the tech stocks, they don't even have one mm. because you could have a tech stock that's like $800 a share and they have no earnings. You can't divide something by zero. See, this is the irrationality of, of stocks. And sometimes that greed really starts to yeah. corrupt mm-hmm. the person part, right? So, so when you have a physical, tangible asset like gold or silver, you're right, David, there is no share. It's not a digit. It's not a price to earnings multiplier. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. There's no debt associated with it, which is just awesome, right? So, so this is why in times like this, they're, they're really so incredibly important, but Mm -hmm. what, what makes matters worse for Credit Suisse, and this is going to be the same for every bank failure probably is they have, they issue basically insurance contracts, a credit default swap or CDS is is what they're called, which is they say, Hey, if things go down, we're going to actually have all these insurance policies to cover against our losses. So it's basically a third party contract that helps protect them. So those are highly leveraged derivatives is what they are. Right? So, and I'm going to explain what a derivative is because a lot of people don't understand, but they're dangerous and they're absolutely toxic. So, so basically, let's say Credit Suisse defaults. Well, who's going to have to cover that? Whatever insurance company just bought that, right? Mm. And they're selling these this issuance, and because people think, ah, they've got a central bank, they can just print money like there's no tomorrow. It's probably going to be relatively safe. <coughs> Excuse me. So they're going to pay high amounts for that, thinking that it's kind of safe. Credit default swaps never are. So so let's put it into perspective. So let's just say you were a property and casualty insurance company like Allstate or something like that, right? And you have flood insurance for the state of Louisiana. Mm-hmm. So you think, man, there's too much risk there because Louisiana always gets hit by hurricanes. So let's get rid of just uh, New Orleans. So they sell off New Orleans to some other insurance carrier. Then that insurance carrier says, oh, my word. Whenever there's a hurricane, New Orleans is actually underwater most of the time. Mm-hmm. It's under sea level. So let's get rid of the 10th ward, right? And they send, sell that to another insurance carrier. And then Hurricane Katrina comes in or whatever hurricane, right? And it just decimates everything. There's flooding and and like Katrina had like $1.8 billion or something like that of of reconstruction after that. So what happens? That insurance company that had the 10th ward, well, they go bankrupt because that's all that they had, right? They didn't manage their risk. And so then the ball rolls uphill to the company that that sold them that because somebody's got to pay for it, right? There was insurance. Well, this is the counterparty risk part of it. Well, that company said, wait a second. We don't have capital. We got rid of that one and we now started issuing earthquake insurance in California. We don't have any capital to pay for these losses mm. because we got rid of it for that exact reason. So then they say, they being regulators or whoever says, well, you have to pay for it. It was sold to you. They say, well, wait, somebody sold it to us. So they, they go bankrupt and then it goes back to the first issuer. They said, well, we started offering flood insurance in Florida and earthquake insurance in California. We don't have that capital either. So then it all starts rolling up and then you start to get government bailouts, right? So, Mm -hmm. but these are all highly leveraged. So 
let's say that that these credit default swaps you're you're expecting so they're leveraged about 20 to 1 okay so let's say that you've got this on the stock market and you think that the stock market's going to go up 5% but it doesn't it goes down 5% mm. and you're leveraged 20 to 1 20 times 5 is 100 mm-hmm. you just lost 100% of the capital that you invested because it's so highly leveraged because it went in the wrong direction what if it goes down 20%? What if it goes down 50%? What if it goes down 100%, right? Oh my word. Your leverage could be like 2000% of what you contributed. This is the problem that we are going to see with banks like Credit Suisse offering credit default swaps. See cuz the derivatives market globally is for estimated 4 to 7 quadrillion dollars of debt. Oh and my the, gosh! Is that even a real number? Can you can you count that high? No, I didn't even know it was a real number. I thought I, you know you're making I, something up. I can't. What is really? No, made up number is a billion. <laughs> yeah. There you go. A billion and quadrillion. They're probably about the same. Right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, so wow. this is the that we're seeing, and so so which brings us then. Well, how do you protect against this? I mean, Kirk, this mm-hmm. is happening. Now, today, as we speak, this kind of junk is starting to happen. Mm -hmm. Well, so you invest in silver. Silver's up a dollar and eight cents today, right? This that is your protection in in this kind of a world. So Mm -hmm. this this weekend, there's some podcasters that are speaking nonsense about depository storage of silver. Right. So I, I was listening to to somebody talking on their podcast, and they said, Well, the, the COMEX, um, the, there's nationalization of silver, and they stopped selling silver this weekend. Don't store anything at depositories. It's like, okay, A, we're, we bought millions of dollars worth of silver this morning. That's not actually true, right? Right. It's like, it's not true. Um, now, at some point, they will run out of silver. Mm-hmm. We're not there yet. And not all depositories are created equal. Stop. Absolutely aren't safe. Any no. of them that have joint ownership on on their, you know, they could sell your same gold eagle or silver bars over and over and over and over again. And when you want to go liquidate it and lock in your profits, it truly might not be there, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why with the one that we use has singular ownership. It's it's only yours. You're the only one that has a right or a claim to it. But sometimes I get really sad about these kind of stories causing yeah. people fear to not act into mm-hmm. doing something that's the right thing to do. And somebody who doesn't actually know about, I mean, we're in the market, we're buying silver every single day. It is right. still there, at least for the time being. Right. Yeah. And, and we've done, it, we've done shows about the speculation, maybe four or five months or some projections. Hey, this, this supply mm-hmm. may not be available, but it's yeah. still going to be, if you're with the right depository or you can keep it yourself, which is, a, mm-hmm. you know, obviously an option for, for most people, but right. uh, it'll, it'll, what you bought will still be mm-hmm. there. You just yeah, maybe can't buy more because it pulls out of COMEX inventories. Right. And now it's your own. If you have the right kind of a depository, it's like you take it out of the sandbox, put it into your own safety deposit box. Now the stuff in the sandbox go away at yeah. the depository, right. but the stuff that you bought doesn't, because that makes it, was, total sense. it was pulled out, right? So, but stuff is still there. I, I just mm-hmm. want to encourage people not to listen to some of these bogus stories um, that yep. cause fear 
it's still there. We can still allocate. We can still protect and preserve. And you know what? I have all, everybody's different, right? I've got some clients that say, I don't trust any, no stinking depository to hold my stuff. I'm going to keep it at home. And then there's Mm -hmm. people like me that say, I'm too busy. I'm going to store it at the depository because I don't want to have to package it up, ship it, insure it when it's time to liquidate. Mm -hmm. Everybody's different. And there's not a wrong answer. It's a logistical one, right? It's like, but the key is get into silver and allocate because it's the right thing to do at the right time. I love that. So again, it went up a dollar eight. Is that what you said overnight or just this morning? Just this morning uh, after the police news. I mean, it's, yeah. Is it too late then for people? You know, if it's gone up a dollar eight, is it too late to get started or, you know, what's the best thing to do? I mean, we're, we're still at, at, in the $20 range, right? Mm-hmm. So I think by the time this is all said and done, and I've been saying this for a year, we'll probably see silver 75 to to $100 an ounce. Wow. Grant, I'm not God. I don't control sure. the market. Yeah. That's not a guarantee. But historical trends on, on how they grow, that's where I see it going. But you listen to people like our, our good friend, Bo Polney, mm-hmm. and, and others who think it might hit 600 to to 1000 or even higher. It's like, man, those are big wow. numbers. Yep. But I'm I'm content, overjoyed <laughs> with seventy-five to one hundred. No kidding. The quadrupling from where we are right now. But in the state of the state of the world right now, it's kind of irrelevant because at least you would have something. Exactly. You know, if there if there's a if there's a flood, maybe it's would be nice for a carnival cruise ship or somebody mm-hmm. picks you up and they got lobster waiting for you. That's a thing. But also, if you're drowning. Just have being on a boat yep. and you're above the water, that is a great thing as well. And that's what you always have. The floor is always solid with a tangible asset. And these kind of conversations, what you can have with Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott, the guy's got two PhDs and incredible staff. He can get back with you, return your calls. You got to get in the queue, but but go through your unique situation. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. So go to flyovergold.com. It's a landing page, a lot of great videos there. But when you scroll down at the bottom, There's a place to fill out your information. Someone from Dr. Kirk's team will then contact you. They'll set up a free consultation. They're going to go through all of your questions. They're going to help you through this process, but you have to fill out the information. You have to contact them. Do it today. Or you can also call 720-605-3900. Dr. Kirk, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what are you going to do about your finances? If you went back to 1920, and you had a $20 bill, and you had one ounce of gold. You could go into a men's clothing store, and you could buy an entire suit, the jacket, shoes, pants, belt, everything. Today, what would that $20 bill buy you? It wouldn't. You couldn't buy a handkerchief for the $20 bill, but that one ounce of gold would still buy you, even today, it would buy you an entire men's suit, shoes, belt, pants, jacket, everything. That's the difference, but today, that change is happening faster than ever. And we know a guy by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott that we've known for over 25 years. He has two PhDs. This is who we're actually using. This is who our friends and family are using. And he's a guy we trust completely. And in today's era, you need somebody you trust. So go to flyovergold.com and learn how to protect yourself against an inflating dollar. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.